Welcome to the Life Success Legacy Podcast. We're glad you're here, and we hope you enjoyed this episode. Hey, this is Chris Bay, one of the team members at Life Success and Legacy, here again with uh, the founder of Life Success and Legacy, Michael K. Everett. And um, today we're going to, by the way, if anyone out there wants to know what the K stands for... (laughs) Oh my God! It's King, and it it Sorry. so applies. If you if you get to know Mike Everett, you'll know why his middle name is King. Oh my. <laughs> Today, what we're gonna do is dig into the weeds a little bit. For for some of you more technical people out there um, who've been researching this concept of infinite banking, and, and I'll be honest, it was a it was a sticking point for me when I was researching it too. It is what about the interest? that the life insurance company charges for the loans against the policy. And and here's how the question oftentimes is phrased is, well, what if I am, I have a car loan and I'm paying 2% interest to them. Why in the world would I borrow money from the life insurance company that's charging me 4 or 5% or even 8% interest on that loan against the policy? And so we're going to dig into that a little bit. And and I want to capture it this way uh, to start with. When my wife and I were skeptically researching this um, concept of infinite banking, one of the things that um, everyone was doing, the the articles that I would read, um, the, the, the blogs, the podcast, the thing that they continually missed was talking about changing the wind current. What they would do is they would take a a life insurance policy and they would compare it, even if you're using it for banking, they would compare it to an investment and they would compare rates of return. But nobody talked about changing the wind current. So we're gonna talk a little bit about that. Uh, Mike, when, when people start asking questions about what about the interest that we're charging, that the life insurance company is charging on those loans, and they're comparing it to like a, a, a car payment and the interest they're paying at the bank? What are they missing with that? Well, when you're making monthly payments to an institution of some sort, the minute you make that payment to somebody else, do you ever see those dollars again? No. Never. So if all of a sudden you were, it doesn't matter if it's 0% or 10% or 20%. If you are the organization, if you are the entity that is collecting those monthly payments and you are the one in charge, so you're making the payments to you, the entity that you own, which just happens to be a dividend paying whole life insurance policy, the minute you make those payments to the loan that you have taken against that policy, do you have access to those dollars again? That is really the only sticking point for most people, and they don't get that mm-hmm. because yeah. you have those dollars to use again. Yeah, and, and one of the things one of our coaches, Chris Garretts, always talks about is so... If you have a loan at the bank for your car, how much control do you have over the terms of that loan? Zero. What happens if you need to skip a payment? They're going to come knocking at your front door. <laughs> right. 
But if you have taken a loan, so it's really out of convenience and flexibility and control. If you've taken a loan from the life insurance company and you're making payments on that car, car loan back to the life insurance company, what control do you have over those terms? Well, you have 100% control. Uh, Nelson calls it absolute control. Mm -hmm. um, if all of a sudden you got yourself in a sticky mess and you just couldn't make that payment that particular month or two or three, you have the total control and flexibility to be able to skip those payments and then start up when you have the dollars available to make those payments again. So you and I are both business owners. Right. We, we feed our families on commission. Yep. Yep. Um, we have lots of clients who are business owners, doctors, dentists, etc. Um, is cash flow always consistent? It is not. <laughs> <laughs> Would it be important for someone who does not have consistent cash flow to be in control of the banking function? A hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, I think about Dr. Benson up in uh, uh, Grand Island, Nebraska. He he talks about cash flow all the time, and you know. He's a very well-established chiropractor, but yet it still creates the flexibility of if he's paying on a particular loan that he doesn't have to just be so stringent like he would if he had borrowed it from a bank. That's right. So we do a lot of work with a specific life insurance company because they're very invested. Uh, we've talked about this before, I think, on a podcast. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mutual Trust Life Insurance is who we, we prefer, and that's who we have policies with. Um they charge 4.76% on, on loans against policies. That's, that's right. Explain to our listeners, why does the life insurance company charge interest on a policy loan? Well, uh, the policy loan is really very misnamed. Um, you're really borrowing money from the pool of capital that the insurance company has. The only amount that you can borrow is the equity that you have inside your policy. But what ends up happening is when you borrow money from the life insurance company, you are taking dollars out of their pool that they are using to invest and loaning it to you. So they're not getting the access or the interest or the investment opportunity with those dollars. Mm -hmm. So they've got to somehow make up those dollars through charging you as the policy owner, an interest rate. Why are they investing their pool of dollars? <laughs> well, this is uh, where a lot of people get lost mm -hmm. and even agents get lost in this. Um, so if we have our life insurance policies with Mutual Trust Life Insurance Company, do we want that company to make money? Absolutely. Okay. So at the end of every year, because it's a mutual company, the insurance company pays dividends. Do we want to get those dividends? In a mutual company, the policy owners get dividends. That's right, because we're owners of the company. Mm -hmm. So do we want the dividends to be a little or a lot? A lot. Okay, so that means that we would want to make those payments back on those policy loans because that increases our dividend, number one. Mm -hmm. Number two, it's a life insurance policy. That means that we are insuring not only our lives, but our family's lives, our clients' lives. Mm -hmm. 
Do we want to make sure that the company has that money on hand if that time were to arrive when we passed? Absolutely. So in both of those instances, we want to make sure that the company is making money and paying dividends, and we want to make sure that the company has money set aside through policy loan repayments mm -hmm. to be able to pay those death benefits. So let me just summarize. and you, you tell me if we've got this right. The life insurance company has a pool of capital. Big pool. And they are investing that capital for two big primary reasons. One is to make money, and when they do, dividends are paid, and those dividends go to the policy owners, which Correct. is us. 100%. Okay. So we benefit from that. Yep. And number two is they're investing because someday they're going to have to pay a death benefit and our family or our beneficiaries would benefit from that. Exactly. So if I take a loan from the company using the equity in my policy as collateral, the company now cannot invest those dollars that I have borrowed. That's correct. correct. That's correct. So they have to charge me interest... 4.76 in mutual trusts case to make up the difference that they would have earned had they been investing those dollars. So is it fair to say that in essence that 4.76 that I'm paying in interest is actually paying for my dividends and my death benefit down the road? <laughs> That's it. Okay, so now I want to bring this back. Well, one more step before we go, go there yet. What happens then if I start making payments back to the company on that loan, what happens to the interest? They, they charge you the interest on that loan on the front end. Um, and rightfully so, because you've taken those dollars out of their pool. Yeah, out of circulation. But when you make those payments back to that policy loan, what they do is they credit you the interest that they've already charged you. Now, that's all done on, on a policy loan or a policy year. Yeah. But if you pay that loan off within a 12-month period, let's say, mm -hmm. then really, if you borrowed a dollar out and they charged you interest and you put that dollar back, the interest that you've paid is so minuscule, mm -hmm. it really has no consequence on the dollars. So even if you took a dollar out and put a dollar back and they gave you back a little interest you're still a million miles ahead. Yeah, the way I would describe it to folks is, um, let's say I take a loan from the, from the company and um, the interest that they charge me up front is $100 and I don't make any payments back to the company for six months or half the year. But six months in, I pay back the entire loan in one lump sum. Since I had that money out for six months and they charged me $100 in interest, in essence, they're going to credit back to me $50 or half the interest That's because right. I had the loan out for half the year. That's right. Now that they've got those dollars back, they can go back to investing them for our benefits. That's right. Isn't that great? Now, in our boot camps, you always talk about your situation and what your interest is on your loans and why do you not care about the interest? Well, part of the thing is, is when you turn the wind current and you're making those payments back to yourself... You, you finally realize that the interest that you're actually paying is, is of no consequence. Mm. And the policy loans that I have out on my policies are so large and the interest is so large. But when you turn around and show people 
the wind current example. My wind current right now, while I sit right here and doing this podcast, is 155 miles an hour. That means that I am getting a 55% rate of return on whose money? Yours. My own money. How much risk? Zero risk. Mm. And the worst thing that could possibly happen right now is I die. And my family hits the lottery. So the interest makes no difference in the great big scheme of things. But yet, when we've gone out and borrowed money, we've always looked for the lowest interest rate. When we've gone out and thought about investing money, we've always looked for the best rate of return. Mm. I'm telling you, they're both lies. But this topic repeatedly becomes a sticking point for people. And I think it goes back to, in, in our boot camps, we talk about how our brains are wired and what we're asking people to do is to ride a backwards bicycle. Yeah. We're asking them to do something that their brains have not been wired to do. We've all been taught that interest is bad. This is one of the very reasons why we do our boot camps, we do the education, we want people to understand what they are doing. Yeah. Remember, it's their money. I, I feel a little bit at a disadvantage doing this podcast because I like to draw when I'm teaching. <laughs> and we have a, a drawing that we do during our live boot camps to teach this concept that we've been talking about today. And in fact, at our last boot camp, one of our participants, Stephanie, said, she reached over to her husband, she goes, Oh, this is my favorite part. And I said to Matt, I said, Matt, dude, you have got to take your wife out more frequently. <laughs> this is what she's getting excited about. <laughs> All right. Well, this is, this again, we, we warned you, this was a topic that gets into the weeds a little bit on uh, what about the interest. We hope that this was helpful to you. If you've got some follow-up questions, do not uh, hesitate to reach out to us. Give us a shout. Call us, email us. We'd be happy to... Uh, to do this and we can even set up a, a web conference and, and I will draw that picture for you. <laughs> um, if you haven't read Nelson's book, Becoming Your Own Banker, um, by now if you've been listening to our podcast and you haven't read Nelson's book, I don't know how to help you <laughs> because we say it every single time. Get yourself a copy of Nelson's book. Um, visit our website at lifesuccesslegacy.com and uh, we'll look forward to talking with you again on our next podcast.